Hello, everyone. We are back with another episode of BioNexus Health uh, Presents Autism Uprooted. Today, we'll be speaking, speaking with Stacy from North Carolina. And, uh, you know, Stacy's son was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. And since the diagnosis, Stacy has not left any stone unturned, did a lot of research. She went through a lot of treatments, both biomedical as well as the more invasive ones uh, that are extremely cost prohibitive, in fact, multiple times. And uh, she saw minimal results. She then decided to proceed with the um, herbal protocol to try a plant-based approach, which is, of course, completely non-invasive. And let's hear from Stacy herself the um, fantastic results that she has seen with her son. Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw, who holds a PhD in integrative medicine, is board certified in integrative pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw. So hi, Stacey. Welcome to today's podcast. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. Of course, yes, it's awesome that you're here. So how, how's North Carolina today? We have, you know, here in Jersey, we have uh, almost 60 degrees in, in the middle of winter. So it's like a heat wave, you know, people are yeah. out golfing. <laughs> I think it's like 75 right now. It's so warm and nice out, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. amazing. Yes, yeah, I know, I, I need to move, move somewhere south. Right. <laughs> All right. So, you know, um, today we are going to talk about uh, your, your son's journey with the um, plant-based protocol. Mm -hmm. So, right. So if I may start with asking, um, at what age was uh, Kenneth uh, diagnosed as being on the spectrum and uh, what have you tried prior? I, you know, I know you left, I mean, you, you've done a lot of research, you've tried all the, the best methods, um, the best alternatives available out there. So can you tell us in brief? Um, I, he was diagnosed at about two, only after we brought him to the doctor and he could read certain um, posters that were on the wall. But he still, he couldn't talk to people, but he was reading off the posters and he said, that's really strange. He shouldn't like, he doesn't talk what's going on. Um, and then we had early intervention, um, and had that for a while. And so that was about two, two and a half. He was diagnosed. Okay. See this, this is, you know, um, very interesting that he was reading, but he didn't really know what he was reading. It was just something that, that, that was like, you know, he was gifted of sorts, but he was also on the spectrum, right? Right, okay. exactly. So, exactly. Uh, well, what did you try then? You know, uh, so he, uh, I had, so he was in early intervention and then went to a preschool for early intervention. So he was probably about four. And one day, one of his classmates came out and said something to his mother. And I'd never heard the child say anything before. And I turned to her and said, wow, like what, you know, what did you do different? And she was very nervous to tell me. And, and we ended up corresponding through text 
And so she had started do, um, doing some detoxing with okay. her child. Okay. Um, and it ended up being um, it, the ACC detoxing. And so that was sort of my first glimpse into there's other things you can do. You know, and I had, I'm a huge researcher and I read all this stuff and basically it was like nothing you could do. So this was my first eye opening. And I'm so thankful that it just happened to cross paths with her. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we also tried the, the detoxing and the, the ACC. Um, I have this list of things and I cannot believe looking back what I did and really didn't see much change at all. Um, I mean, we did B12 shots. We did IV chelation. We've done four rounds of stem cells. We bought in a hyperbaric chamber. We've done ionic foot baths. We've had one of those Beamer mats that he slept on. We've done infrared mats, um, changed his diet. I mean, he's still on a very clean diet, gluten-free um, uh, and dairy-free. Um, the chiropractor we ha had, he still does that. We did cranial sacral therapy. We did neurofeedback. We did sauna. We did GCMAF. We did camel milk. We tried oxytocin nasal spray. We tried synopsin nasal spray. And on top of all that, we continued to do the, the, like the PT therapy, the speech therapy, and the OT therapy. Oh, wow. So that is all very exhausting. And we would see little tiny gains here and there. And then something else would crop up. But it, it was maybe just enough to kind of think, okay, let's look for something else that's going to help. You know, something else has got to help. And I just knew there's some, there's something else in there. Like he was in there. This was not, you know, this is not going to be his destiny. You know, we can help him to get better. Um, multiple different um, doctors, natural doctors and things like that. Um, and the first big change was when we probably a week after we, we met with you on Zoom and we started the protocol. Um, and all of a sudden he wasn't sweating at night and he would sweat, it would go through the sheets. It would go through on his clothes, all the, his whole shirt up to his shoulders would be soaking wet with sweat. His head would be soaking wet. And it was the strangest, it was just the strangest thing. And it would be a real weird, um, almost maybe ammonia kind of smell. Okay. Um, and that instantly stopped. And we were like, wow. Like, so that was a physical, physical change. And I guess to us, we had always been looking for mental changes or something like that. Like not the physical because he's very active. You know, he doesn't really have any um, I, he has gut problems, but it, it doesn't show, you know, he's always, he's not constipated. He doesn't have diarrhea, you know, none of those right. things showed right. except he would sweat a lot. And he, at night he would, um, wet his bed to a point where we would put two diapers on him and then, uh, an adult pad on, in the diaper and he would still wet through there. I mean, it was like an, ex just, it was, I, I don't know how anybody could 
pee their pants that much. And we were like, that seems really weird. Like this is just, you know, and I did tons of research on it and I just could not find anything out about that. And um, so the, the one night he woke up and he was completely dry. There was no sweat, there was no pee. And I think we just started crying. We were like, oh my God, like, this is amazing. This is huge. Um, and he has not sweat like that a day since he's, you know, since that first time. And about a week after his protocol, then he started, um, started peeing the bed a little bit, not to the point of through diapers or anything like that. And I remember talking to you and, and you said, well, this is like an indication that like he has an infection, like there's right. an infection and that's exactly what we're trying to go after. And I thought that is so cool. Like, that's amazing that you knew that right away. And then you see the results, you know, like so quick. And I know it doesn't happen that quick for most people, but, um, and then it took about another week and a half and then he stopped completely. Um, and so the only accidents he ever has is I think if he's so tired during the day and it's just, you know, and he just literally is sleeping through waking up, you know, like a normal little kid. So, but yeah, it's, that's a great, huge change to us. That is fantastic. Yeah. What, what an amazing recovery. Um, now, I mean, you, you literally listed everything that's out there. <laughs> And uh, right, yeah. what did you say? You did four rounds of what? We did four rounds of stem cells. We did two in the U.S. Okay, and then we did two in Panama. Oh goodness! Okay, okay. So uh, I'm I'm literally no stone unturned. No, right. And I guess you know all of that uh, on one side, and then you started. How did you hear about me? How did you hear about um, Biomexus friends, family? Um, my sister, oh, my sister, Kate, um, is going to school, um, to be a natural, like a natural path. And she's very, very much natural minded. Um, and she, I hadn't talked to her in a really long time. And she, I think people come into your life for a reason and she crossed paths with me and we just started talking. We realized we have the exact same like-minded about natural stuff and things like that. And she had already gone to you and seen huge changes. And she said, you've got like, you've got to listen to this. And at that point, I was almost so exhausted that I was like, I just can't, I just can't go through talking to another doctor. Like what, you know, it's going to get our hopes up. We're going to say, yay. Oh my gosh, we're seeing little changes. You know, it's going to start to be a big change. And then we're going to get disappointed. So yeah, it was like, I'm like, oh, I don't know. And she goes, no, no, no. Like, listen to this. Like, please like listen to this podcast. I think it was a, a talk that you had had. And I got 20 minutes into it and I stopped and I text her and I was like, okay, this is it. Like, you're right. Like I have found my person. This is, I'm going to make an appointment. And so that's how it, yeah, that's how it happened. Oh, very cool. I agree. You know, people come into your life for, for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You know, sometimes things are just meant to be. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's been uh, such a blessing to have known your family and your extended family as well. And, you know, everyone's doing really good, you know, yeah. especially the little guy. 
How yeah. old is he now? He's seven. He's only seven. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Now you had mentioned to me that you know um, a couple months into the BioNexus Herbal Protocol, he started you know to understand left and right. You know, tie his own shoelaces. He's looking at you. Yes, mom, I can. So can you talk a little bit more about his cognitive development, his language development? His, um, his, he started to have uh, almost like a simple conversations back and forth. Um, and it's much less cryptic than it was before. Um, I think like, you know, speech therapy and those kind of therapies teach like, I want this, you know, and so that's how kids typically, I want, you know, I, you know, however they say it. And, um, right, right. So that, that's like basic functional language yeah. that just communicate needs, but he started to have a, re, um, a brief conversation. Yes. In different words and will say stuff that he, he will respond or say stuff and then laugh. And it's really funny, kind of a dry, he kind of has a dry sense of humor. Um, and so like, he's very much aware of what's funny and what's not. And so that's pretty new, okay. um, as well, but yeah, he, you know, he's, he can put on his clothes and he can make sure his shoes are the right shoes on his feet. Um, he also doesn't before he would want to elope and run away of the house. And so we used to have, I mean, we had all these like chains on the door. I mean, we looked like drug oh, dealers. You know, when somebody came to drop off pizza, they, you know, you'd have to do all these locks and chains. And you're like, no, no, it's just to keep our kid in. Um, and so he doesn't, we don't worry about that as much. He's very much aware to not wander off. You know, he'll ask to go outside now and we'll let him outside and he'll go in the yard and we can see him from the window and he'll go out and play with the dogs and, you know, jump on the trampoline and, um, and he's also aware when he's doing something that he shouldn't because we've watched him play in the water, or throw something in the water and he'll look at the window and see if you're looking and do. And so that's all very aware stuff, you know, that I, I, I take as a gain, you know, even if he's doing naughty stuff, at least he knows. Yes. Yes. You know, and perhaps a, a lot of that might be age appropriate as well. Right. 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 So we forget that they're kids as well. Right. I think. Yeah. Now you, you travel quite a bit for work, so it must be um, a, a big load off your mind to know that, you know, Kenneth is doing so well. Right. Right. And it, it's kind of great because if I travel for a few days and I come back, I can see such a difference. Or if my husband travels and comes back, he can see such a difference because a lot of times it's hard when you're with them every right. day to see, yeah. you know, the difference. Um, and Kenneth also used to, with the weather changes, we knew when there was a storm coming because he would not sleep at night. He would wake up and he would have a headache and he would say his eyes hurt um, and just be like so irritable. And since we started the nose spray with you, he has not had that at all. So that's, that's really that's good. great. Oh, good for him. Good for yeah. him. That's yeah. really good. Yes, it is, you know, um, exposure to mycotoxins, 
and uh, sinus issues with Marcoms can, can really do a number. It, it can also alter your um, kidneys, electrolyte and minerals processing mechanism, which is where you know uh, many children, uh, for many children on the spectrum or just many children can be connected to um, nighttime bedwetting. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, now, uh, Kenneth hasn't been on um, on the herbal protocol for very long, uh, and and he's doing really well. How how does he do with the herbs and the nasal spray? Is he cooperative? Uh, yes, he totally is. He's used to. I mean, I've from the very beginning, my whole list of things that I've tried with him. He's always been the best sport, and I've always really tried to be respectful. Um of him and explain things to him and let him have like feeling like it's, you know, like he has a choice in the matter. Um, but yeah, he's really good about it. You know, it's just, these are the drops, you know, and here's your, you know, syringe full and he takes it and he's done with it. Um, we, so I do, you know, I do the drops and Evan, my husband does the drops too and and the nasal spray so we'll say okay who should do it first and he gets to pick who does it first you know and he'll say mom and then I'll have to do it you know and then he'll say me and then he'll do it so we try to make it a game and I think it's been fun for him that he's not the only one in the family that's having to do those kind of things that is very cool that's, that's yeah yeah you know um often one of the best things that I've seen happen when your child on the spectrum starts to make, you know, significant gains that stick, that uh, mom and dad who, and siblings sometimes, who have been living in, in the same, you know, epigenetic environment as the child, uh, they, they kind of sweep their health concerns under the rug, you know, because it takes so much time and effort to care for a child with special mm -hmm. needs, that once that is settled, um, I often get requests from moms and dads, grandmothers, grandfathers that, you know, can you also treat us because it's, it's a completely natural protocol. And, and, you know, we would like to have, uh, um, you know, as much immune support and, uh, right, you know, uh, modulate our immune system as well and start to feel better. So that is really great to hear, you know, that the whole family is kind of getting together. How uh, uh, are you and your husband feeling any um, health gains as well? Um, I've been, yeah, I think I feel mentally, I think I feel uh, less anxiety and definitely um, Evan's headaches have gone away just like Kenneth's. Um, he has a lot of, a lot less anxiety, a lot less um um, like depression or getting like mad about things that you don't like, that's that thing that you and I talked about when you're like getting mad about something and you're like, I don't know why I'm so mad about that. Right. Like, it's not really that important, but it affects you like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, when you first said, okay, well, you know, Kenneth has, you know, these are all the things that Kenneth has. Like, I think he has Lyme, he has this and this and this. And that was never on my radar. Mm -hmm. And I had done all these 
these tests and all these things I had done two different Lyme tests before with two different doctors and nothing showed up. So Lyme or co-infections was never on my radar. And it didn't make sense until you said, if you're such a bad detoxer, you're not going to show it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like you're, that is, that is brilliant. Why has no, why has no one told me this? Why have I never read this? Like that, like my son is such a bad detoxer that he doesn't show that he has all these co-infections and these lines. So if you work your way backwards and say, these are all the problems he's having physically and mentally, it, you know, it brings you to Babesia or it brings you to Bartonella or, you know, just like the peeing in the bed or just like being, you know, the cognitive issues. I mean, it's just, that's amazing to me. And so once I started doing that research, that's when I said, you know, to my husband, you know, honey, like, I think we should get tested. Like, let's get tested because some of these um, symptoms like we have, you know, and I'm like, we should get tested and, and see what, you know, what she thinks. And so that's kind of what pushed us, us to get tested. So I, you know, my youngest son got tested and then Evan and I did. And so Evan and I are on a pro, you know, both on a protocol with you. Good, but I mean, we wouldn't have known, you know, we wouldn't have even thought about it because we don't have the typical, it hasn't gotten to the point where, you, where we have the typical um, problems that when you look up on WebMD, <laughs> you know, right. Lyme, those things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Lyme disease, you know, can be uh, in, in, especially in North Carolina, New Jersey, Connecticut, you know, I mean, almost everywhere in the country now, but especially those, those uh, states, it can be pretty uh, endemic. And at the same time, difficult to diagnose because of the effect it has on your immune system. And then, you know, on top of that, many children on the spectrum do not detoxify too well. So yes, uh, lab testing can be quite controversial with Lyme and co-infections. Yes, I'm, I'm glad, you know, you guys are um, demystified, so to speak. And right. And on the on the right track to healing, that's great. You know, how's how's he doing academically in school? Um, he's doing really well. He's they love him in school because he's so he's not aggressive. He used to be a little bit aggressive, um, and not be in his own world and not pay attention and things like that. And he's doing much better. Um, he's super gentle and he's super funny and um, talking a whole lot, you know, to them. Um, he's super smart. He's, he, he does have OCD and that's part of, I mean, that's part of what I'm dealing with, with you to try to, you know, which I'm sure is one of the co-infections. Um, so like, you know, he loves numbers, like that's his thing. So, but he's so smart. He can... He can add, subtract, I mean, faster than a calculator can. You can just keep hitting it and he'll say it before it even comes up. So um, he's very, very gifted in that area. It's just sort of getting him interested in other areas, but he's slowly starting to find other things interesting. So I feel like that veil of being obsessed about numbers is starting to lift. So that's really, that's a good feeling. 
Yes, and I'll bet, you know, Kenneth feels good as well because uh, internally he is feeling so much better that he's able to talk, he's able to express himself now. So, you know, he will slowly start to expand his horizons academically as well, you know, other than just understanding. But right. he is smart as a whip. Yeah, yes, he is. Yeah. Good. So, um, you know, to summarize, what would you say to uh, other parents of children on the spectrum uh, watching this podcast? I, it's so, it's very, um, it's very overwhelming when you have a child on the spectrum and there's a lot of, I don't know what I should do, but then there's always like, for me, as soon as I read about something new, I went and tried it because, oh my gosh, what if that, and it was very addicting. You know, it's, it's, it's almost like a gambler. Like you're like, oh, well maybe this next thing will help him. Maybe this next thing. And we spent, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on every new therapy, every new, you know, little thing that could help when I, the foundation was crumbling, you know? Um, and so those, those other things, yeah, they might've helped for like a week or seen a little gain, but I don't think internally we were getting him healthy. I think the very first thing that anybody should ever do is check for Lyme and co-infections and try to get the core healthy. And then if you want to try some of these other therapies, then go ahead. But it's, it's all about doing the right thing at the right time. Um, that's definitely what I think, because I think I rushed into a lot of things and I don't think he could handle it and it wasn't helping then. Yes. Well, you and me both, Stacy. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, you know, back in the day before I came up with, with the herbal protocol, you know, started making the herbals, et cetera. Uh, that's what we did. You know, we, we traveled to the best experts that were um, available back in the day for PANS, PANDAS, Lyme disease. And I, I mean, I certainly learned a lot along the way, but you know, things never, just, just never came together. There mm -hmm. was, you know, uh, we were trying to save his life because he was in a wheelchair, uh, leg was paralyzed. So we did what we had to do, but then we didn't see any kind of full remission. You know, we, we even got comments from world-renowned practitioners that, I understand he's in the wheelchair. Maybe that's that's his destiny. And I'm like, really? No, I don't think so. There right. has to be there has to be something else going on. And yeah, so for us, it was what I I discovered was there are many things that have to be treated together, not one try one thing at a time. So you know, uh, once I started treating everything together like we do on the BioNexus protocol now for all my patients, you know, even if you're going little by little, step by step, but as long as you're you're casting your net wide, that is the best approach that that seems to help you know so many children and, and now so many children worldwide. But that made the the most difference for my son, and I didn't really mind you know like upping the dosage because what am I upping the dosage of herbs? Right. You know, so that that worked out well for me as well. Um, and 
uh, now look at me, you know, I've, I've been blessed, I've been privileged to help um, hundreds, if not thousands worldwide. And, uh, and, you know, I meet amazing moms like yourself. Yeah, we're so, yeah, I'm so thankful because I feel like we've physically seen things and they've stuck for the first time. And so that's, that's huge. Cause you're finally, you know, I think you're, you know, almost gets to a point where you're feeling desperate and you're like, wait, wait, did he, you know, is he talking more? Is he, is he doing that? Like where you don't really know on other therapies and you just want to see something. And then, you know, I'd say to my husband, well, are we just wishing that he did or did, or do you really think he is better than he, you know, there wasn't that concrete proof. Like, you know, he's not wetting the bed. He's not sweating. You know, he's, he's day after day able to put on his own clothes and able to put on his shoes, you know, and it hasn't gone away. So that's huge. Indeed. Indeed. You know, um, with herbals, that's, that is the one thing that I have heard from all parents that the gains are consistent and they stay, they are visible, right? You know, they, they hear positive things from teachers, from friends, from family. So it's not like uh, just mom and dad, you know, kind of trying to look for some minute gains and hold on to it. Um, and then, you know, one, one week later, it's gone. Right. That, yes. So you're absolutely right when you say that once you get to the core of the problem, that's when, you know, and uh, and all that we are doing is completely natural, is plant-based, and then the games will stick. No matter if you go through ups and downs, because, you know, pans, you will have flare-ups when you're re-exposed, right? You know, mold, right. mycotoxins, you will have flare-ups. But it's not that your previous gains will be gone. You know, that that doesn't typically happen from what I've seen so far. Right. No, I mean, we'll go through times where, you know, he'll have a weekend and he just won't say very much, you know, or if he talks, it's very, very quiet and he just doesn't want to speak, you know, and so you know, my husband and I'll be like, oh my gosh, like what is going on this week? You know, cause we're gun shy from everything else we've done. Like, oh God, you know? And then he, my husband reminds me, no, after every sort of lull, there's always a big gain, you know? And sure enough, as soon as he says it, like, you know, the next day Kenneth will come up and say some sentence that he's never said in his whole life and, you know, do something big. And I'll be like, oh, okay. You know, but yeah, you know, it, it, it comes and goes and it's definitely, um, it's definitely a roller coaster, but you're, you know, you're going in the right direction. Yes. That's, that's the key that, you know, that, that you are finally headed in the right direction. Absolutely. Right. You know, keeps us motivated as, um, as a parent to keep, uh, to keep moving on. And that, you know, I mean, you, you are already seeing light at the end of the tunnel. And you know what, this talk today is going to give um, a lot of hope to many parents watching that, you know, there definitely is light at the end of the tunnel. Once, you know, like Stacy said, once you get to the core of a problem and uh, you have the, the right approach, Right. Well, thank you so much, Stacey, for taking time out from your day and 
and you know chatting with me today. I think I'm pretty sure it'll be very useful to many watching. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I hope the next time I talk to you, I'll even have more exciting things. And <laughs> it's wonderful to see your smile. Thank you. All right. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of this episode of Autism Uprooted. I'm glad you were able to join me and I hope it was uh, useful to you as well. Thank you for being here and I look forward to seeing you all again on the next episode. Till then, take good care. Namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.